Good morning, Anchor Squad. Uh, it's a stuffy, humid, hot morning here uh, on the outskirts of Sydney. So I've definitely got the aircon in the car on my commute this morning. Um, just dropping the kids off, well, one of them today. Uh, but let me tell you a little story because things like this tend to uh, bug me a little bit, as I'm sure it would you as well. Last night, we had uh, chicken soup for dinner, and I had some leftovers in a container that I put into a bag, tightly wrapped it, um, had some fruit in the bag as well, um, and some other snacks just for my lunch, and I'm walking out the door, put the bag on my car seat while I fixed up the stuff to like put like loading stuff into the car for the day to realize that chicken soup had leaked all over my seat and my floor because it leaked out of the container into the bag out of the bag onto the seat so then I had to go inside and then get stuff to clean it all and then I realized I had left a trail of it as I was walking so I was like spraying and wiping everywhere and stuff like that just throws out my routine um, I'm very much a guy of routine I like to once I develop a pattern of like everything like the way I walk the way I do things of a morning I like to follow that pattern um, and you know every now and then randomly with no um, like with no I guess trigger I'll just change the pattern and it'll just change again, so I kind of mix it all up. But for the most part, I like to have like routine and pattern. Um, So that kind of, yeah, it was just, I don't know. It was was annoying, Um, but that's all right. Four days to go on this uh, final stretch, final week until I get some time off. I'm very much looking forward to it. Looking forward to having a little bit of a uh, sleep in which is kind of good, so I'm about to sneeze and my nose is itchy. I'm here. Excuse me. I held that one back. Um, excuse me, that was probably bad. Bad uh, audio recording etiquette. I apologize. Um, so, what was I saying? I can't even remember what I was saying. My sneeze threw me off. Four days off, ready for a break, that's right, which means I'll probably end up staying staying up later because I like to just get into that habit of staying up late and I kind of get stuff done and do my own thing and learn something new and try something new and that's what I tend to do at the late, early hours of the morning. And I get to do that when i got time off. So I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be pretty relaxing. But as we near the end of uh, 2017, I last year did not write down any goals for 2017. Usually I'm very uh, ritualistic like that. 31st of December, 1st of January, I dedicate some time between then to sit down, reflect, reflect on the year, write stuff down, what I want, where I want to see my life. And I used to really follow that whole goal setting um, strategy, you know, like I used to just do it quite a lot, but then last year I was like, you know what, I'm gonna because 
I'm going to go into the year relaxed. I know what I want, but I'm just going to go in there and just kind of do my own thing rather than get so caught up on the fact that I've got these things written down and all I end up focusing on is what's written down and it kind of distracts me from actually doing the task. So last year, or coming into this year rather, was the first time I didn't do that. Um, So I'm curious how many people actually do this task. Do you write... I know some people call them New Year's resolutions. I don't like doing that. To me, it just seems like that's kind of reserved for the, you know, oh, I want to quit smoking, and then five minutes later after New Year's celebrations start going off, you start smoking again. Um, I'm not kind of into that. It's more like where you kind of plan your life out, you know, big goals for the year, a few small ones. Does anybody actually goal set? What's your strategy? What do you do? I'm curious because I'm kind of in this predicament where I'm wondering what I'm going to be doing again. I realized this year that when I was dropping my son off to school um, and attending all of the orientations and, you know, the kindergarten days and um, all that good stuff, you know, that parents look forward to when they, you know, their first first one heads off um, into the big world of kindergarten. Um, and what I, um, what I found out was that some of my own teachers when I was back at school now take I'm 31 so this was a reasonable amount of time away we're talking like you know 15 16 um, my math's right maybe 17 so you know 16 17 years ago um, some of my teachers that taught me in school um, mostly high school or actually only high school really um, are sending their kids, their first kids, to school in the same year as my son in kindergarten. It was so interesting. Like you're going back and you know you're dropping your your first child off to kindergarten, um, and then you're meeting all the parents and mingling and you know getting to know the different parents there and seeing who's how they're going on their first day. To realise that three, not one, not two. But three of your high school teachers were dropping their kids off, um, you know, for their first days as well. Uh, and to me, it's just like it's just such a small world. Like it's, I would never have thought, you know, that, you know, when I was sitting in the classroom having these teachers teach me that one day I'd be dropping my kid off and their kid would be in the same year, and I'd you know still know them all that time away through those circumstances. Um, it's, it's, I don't know if it's coincidental or what, but it's just, it's such an interesting thing. I, I find it fascinating how, you know, different moments in life, like how you can, how things can just line up that you're in the same area, um, that, you know, the same year, um, the kids, you know, go to school at the same time. Yeah, it's just, to me, it's just interesting how things just line up in time. Um, and I'd, It'd be so cool if I could kind of travel back in time and then sit in the classroom next to me and be like, hey man, you know in like 15 years time, they're going to have a kid and you're going to have a kid and your two kids are going to go to school at the same time together in the same year, at the same school, in the same area. Do you know that? I wouldn't have like believed it. I would have been like, what are you talking about? Like, (laughs) Like, how young am I? Like, how old are they? Back then you think they're old, you know? Um, but yeah, so it's interesting. 
Yeah. Anyway, I thought I'd just share that story with you guys. So I thought it was fascinating. This morning, unfortunately, I woke up to uh, some notifications on Facebook and Twitter regarding uh, an event that happened in uh, what I understand to be a bus terminal in New York City overnight. Um, overnight with respect to uh, Sydney time, obviously. It's a scary thought, like, you know, it's not only a few weeks out of Christmas and this kind of stuff is still happening. Um, hope everyone's safe. I know, you know, a lot of different people that I uh, listen to and interact with um, online uh, come from the US. Um, it's one of the top demographics for everything that I, you know, whoever I interact with. Um, so I've kind of gotten to know and become fond of a lot of people here on Anchor and, um, you know, blogging, other forms of social media as well. Uh, so I hope everyone's safe. Um, you know, I was, I, I stuck very close to, um, uh, Twitter and, uh, a few of the other news sources and the live feeds when, uh, Hurricane Irma was, um, you know, going through the US and, uh, again, I was worried for a lot of people then as well. So it was really nice to, and I was grateful to hear that everyone came out of it okay, um, that I knew. So I just hope the same is, you know, for these, for this event as well and, I don't know, I mean, I just pray that the world just kind of calms down. Like, I don't know what's going on. Why is there such hatred? Why can't people just get along? And we're all one people. Like, we're all one one species, one people, like one race. I don't understand why there has to be so much hate and people, you know, just putting evil into each other's lives. Let's get along. There's plenty, there's plenty of freedom. There's plenty of love. There's plenty of resources there's plenty of um, there's plenty of God if it's over religion there's plenty of um, land if it's over of land there's you know plenty of money if it's over money there's plenty of everything whatever these you know hatred or wars or battles or bickers are all over there's plenty of everything to go around I think people just need to kind of like scale back start thinking about themselves as opposed to being selfish um, and then thinking about you know the bigger picture and the world as a whole just get their head out of our ass like just, I don't know people just need to look after each other I don't understand so anyway I hope everyone I hope everyone's safe and I hope everyone continues to be safe moving into Christmas time it's a great time of year uh, it's my favorite time of year as I'm sure it is for many and I, and I hear it is for many uh, you know, and I just hope everyone's enjoying this festive season and doesn't get deterred too much by the events that happen. Hopefully everyone comes out safe on top of that uh, and people band together in strength as they always do, particularly over in the States, um, you know, when innocent people are just kind of doing their thing, um, you know, day by day. So, and that's that goes for everyone, everyone in the world as well. You know. I spread that message out to everyone globally. In this segment, I'm going to talk about uh, different jobs that I've held over the years. Uh, 
I know that a lot of people tend to pick up uh, casual work for Christmas, a lot of Christmas coverage going on, particularly because people get busy. Um, but I was going to talk about today a few of the different jobs that I've held. Um, some of them are quite diverse and, uh, yeah, kind of unrelated, as you might see. When I was in high school, I was doing an IT class uh, and I had to do some work experience and I did it at a computer store um, for a few weeks. Um, I think it was probably a week I had to go and do uh, some work experience to do with this, you know, IT. Is it building computers, um, installing hard, uh, operating systems, um, computer sales or hardware sales, all that type of stuff, right? It was a, not a huge computer store, but it was a reasonable sized one. Um, and it was in this warehouse type thing. Anyway, so I did work experience for a little bit. And then about a week later, they called back. I think it was a week later, I can't remember now. They called back and said, do you want to come work with us on Saturdays? Um, we need someone to do a cover for about four hours on a Saturday. I think it was like 10 till 2. Um, and we'll pay you like $10 an hour. And I was like, yeah, that's $40 a day. I'll do that. Like I was in high school. Um, so my first ever uh, job was working in a computer store. Um, and I did that for a few months. Um, unfortunately, an event happened in the family uh, where I started to get very distracted. Um, and I think it, they were just um, getting a bit quiet as well and, and didn't, you know, didn't want to kind of extend my time after that. Um, but that was good experience, you know. I, um, I worked there for a little while. Um, then my next job after that, I worked in a coffee store as a barista. Uh, and I did that for quite a few years. I think it was about two and a half years. Um, I was a barista. That was for a large coffee chain here um, in Australia. And I enjoyed that. Uh, I, I really, really enjoyed making coffee. That was fun. This was while I was at university. Um, I started doing that job. Um, and I'd work, you know, three, um, three, four days a week. I'd work, you know, sometimes on evening shift, weekends, um, during holidays. Um, and it was, you know, a way of bringing in income while I was a student. Uh, and I enjoyed that. You know, I got to learn how to do coffee art and um, make coffee. Um, baristing is one of those things that's very scientific and, and um, technical when you really start to learn about, you know, the roasting of the beans and... Um, the you know the the shot the times that the shot gets pulled like how long it takes for the shot to be pulled um, you know how much pressure you're supposed to put when you compress the beans into the coffee head um, you know the texture of the milk and how long you should kiss it and stretch it it gets real technical um, and I, I love stuff like that anything where I can start to perfect it and it becomes technical and I understand the technical aspects of stringing it together so I really really enjoyed that role. Uh, at the same time, I also, I think it was around about the same time, I started um, tutoring as well. I had a little tutoring business going on. I tutor uh, biology um, and maths, and I may have tutored physics. I can't remember. But at the same time, I also got a job at university while I was doing my postdoctoral studies. Um, so I had an academic role where I was running laboratory classes. Um, like you know, like a laboratory slash tutorial setup, um, and I was teaching first year physics, 
and that was fun as well that was good to kind of stand up and I think being able to teach was a great way to you know put the put the learning in even stronger and, and embed that learning that I had picked up as well so um, it was kind of cool to sit back and watch you know the first years come in and um, pick up classes that you know at first I was kind of learning and might have felt a little bit daunting but um, you know I really enjoy doing that as well uh, so I did that and uh, tutoring at the same time and then at the same time I also got a role as a dispense technician in a uh, pharmacy um, US people might call it a drugstore um, we call it pharmacies over here or chemists so I got a role as a dispense technician um, as well as a like a sales assistant um, in that so I dispense pharmaceuticals um, as well as sell them in that store I got uh, distracted by a phone call then so I'm pretty sure I was at the last job I was talking about was lecturing laboratory classes or laboratory classes tutorial type setup at university right I think that's what it was so yes I was doing that and I was doing dispense technician I mentioned that one and I was doing tutoring at the same time um, and then at the same time as that so I had this was the fourth thing I was doing I set up um, another business which was uh, a self-defense school um, so I had been doing martial arts since I was about 12 years old which I'll talk about in another segment because some people might be interested in hearing about that um, so I ended up starting a self-defense business um, and that um, that was that was a fun time I had um, about a hundred members or just over a hundred members signed up um, and that's all I was doing. I was doing that while doing my PhD um, and uh, did that for some time and was teaching a system called Neurocombatives, um, which was something I developed. And that was the other job. So I was doing that pretty much full time. I had um, you know six classes running, was it six classes per week? Um, over a couple different days, I had a few different locations. Um, so that was my other job. And then I ended up uh, spending some time in uh, in the corporate world in recruitment, um, and I was doing recruitment of a lot of different roles. But at the late, I was doing recruitment into the science industry, and then that led me to go into a science role um, in radio pharmaceuticals. So I was doing manufacturing, uh, chemist. I was a chemist. Um, and then ended up going into uh, quality management roles now um, in the science um, nuclear medicine field. So <laughs> kind of diverse and you know lots of different things, but um, you know it's been fun. And then amongst all of that, for about four four years now, I've also been trying to build an online brand. So blogging, writing. Uh, YouTubing, even though it's been quite quiet lately. Um, obviously, the podcast scene. Uh, yeah. And then there's the parenting. So, if you call that a job, it's not really a job. It's kind of like you just do it. <laughs> um, you know, parenting, had some kids in amongst all of that. Um, got married in amongst all of that. So, you know, it's a fun time. Been fun couple of years. Um, now I'm looking into the future. What's next? You know, 
What's next? The main, the main and important part is that each different stage throughout life, it's always been a step up. I've always been, you know, trying to step up every single time, um, both in what I enjoy as well as financially. That's the biggest thing, I think. Once you take progressive steps um, in directions where you just kind of get a new skill, um, network with different people, establish a new foundation, um, increase your salary, and just work, 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 um, and constantly jump to that next opportunity that's uh, up and up and up. And that's, I think that's the way you just chip it away. You know, in two-year blocks, you just achieve something, chip it off, two years later, boom, next one. Chip it off, work hard, um, increase as much as you can, two years, boom. And just it, that's just how the cycle seems to work for me. Um, you know, it's just progression that way. I don't know, that's just how I do it. So I thought I'd just share that interesting uh, rundown about where my life has been in the last, what, 10, uh, 10 years. Yeah, 10 years. Interesting times. I'm curious, what have you guys done? Call in, let me know. All right, yesterday you will recall I was talking about my dilemma um, about the Android versus Apple decision I'm kind of faced with because I was walking into a uh, walking at the shopping center the other day and uh, it only turned out that because the shop was closed that I didn't go into the store and purchase a new device and I was making the decision about getting a Samsung Galaxy Note 8 as opposed to an Apple iPhone 10. Um, considering I'm an Apple user for everything. So I've got uh, some call-ins regarding this and I'm gonna share them and then talk about it. So here we go. Yo Yvonne, what's up man? Yo, um, I use Android and Apple. You know, I'll, I have an LG phone. It's a here's the thing. I always get my phones unlocked. That's one reason why I be behind on um on when the latest products come out because um I can't go with a carrier anymore. I'm I'm sorry. You know, I can't see paying X amount of dollars every month, you know. Um whereas if I get tired of my iPhone, I could just pop the um, SIM card out and put it in another phone. You, you see what I mean? So I have to have my phones unlocked. And But um, I use, like I said, I use Apple and Android. Hey, Yvonne, man. Um, you're talking about getting the latest, the iPhone 10. Why? Just get an iPhone 8. Everything is cool. You know, iPhone 8, you basically have just about all the, 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 well, you have most of the same features as iPhone 10. It's just that you don't have face recognition and a couple of other things. But yeah, you're going to get an iPhone 8. Why? I don't understand why people are, are, are clamoring to get the iPhone 10. I mean, a thousand dollar phone. Why? If you're going to spend $1,000, go get you a computer. You know? I, I don't get it. I don't get it. That's just, one reason why uh, I don't really get it is this young girl, ninth grader, took her phone, the iPhone 10, to, to school with her, and it was stolen. Why? Why? First of all. 
I, I don't get it. I mean, you know, um, ninth grade, took your phone to school with you to show off. Let me tell you, first of all, no ninth grader should be taking a an a thousand dollar phone to school unless she just completed a blockbuster movie or had the number one album in the world. A thousand, I don't get it, man. Uh, oh boy, I don't get it. But yeah, I use both, man. I, I wish Windows phone was still around. Oh my gosh. I should try to see if I can get my Windows phone fixed. So I could pop the SIM card out of my iPhone and pop it in there. I missed my Windows phone. Oh man. Reg, really appreciate your call in. Uh, you make some good points. First off, why uh, the iPhone 10? Uh, I already use an iPhone 7 for work, right? My, but that's not my device. Like I, I use it for work. So I've got my my personal device is an iPhone 6 uh, Plus. So for me, if I'm gonna pay the money to go from an iPhone to a newer iPhone. I don't want to be making a jump from an iPhone 6 to an iPhone 8 where there's really not all that much difference between them. Um, the The iPhone 8 is very close to the iPhone 7 and 6. Yes, there's two times or four times faster graphics. Like All that stuff doesn't really bother me. Um, I, um, I'm already upgraded on the iOS, so there's nothing new to me. To me, I don't... To me, I don't find spending the money to go to an 8 any valuable new feature. The fact is my contract at the moment's run out. Um, so I'm kind of like just paying as you go, but I dropped my iPhone 6 and the screen cracked and I'm looking to kind of reduce the cost of my contract, which means if I can get a newer device for cheaper than what I'm paying now, I'm kind of winning. Um, which is why I'm looking at getting an Apple device. To me, the reason why I'd go for the 10 as opposed to the 8 is just because the 10 does have a few better features than the 8, but I can't get my head around the fact that the screen on the 10 is just chopped out. And another thing, in Australia, the iPhone 10, if I'm not mistaken, if I read the small print on contracts, is like $2,000, maybe more. Um, maybe a little bit less, maybe 1700 but it's like, it's not, like, we, in a, we, we get, when I tell you we get slugged, slammed, um, we get destroyed when it comes to the cost of Apple products. Um, we pay, you know, close to $3,000 for a MacBook here. Um, the, the, the cost of Apple devices over here compared to over there is, I mean, I understand the whole currency exchange, um, you know, cost of living, exchange rates between countries and stuff like that. Um, but it just feels more expensive. So, I don't know, I just can't get my head around even getting the 10 in and of itself. Um, which is why I was thinking of going across to the Android devices. Um, so I'm tossing my head up between Samsung and, get, and potentially Google, but I'm not so sure. Um, 
So I can understand when you said, you know, the, the teenager that took the iPhone 10 to school um, and lost it. I don't know, that's unfortunate. That's, or got it stolen rather. Um, that sucks, that's unfortunate. Hopefully she had insurance. Um, but yeah, I can kind of get it. I mean, if, if, you're, if you're a young teenager and you're taking a device that, that, that's that expensive to school, um, you know, and you're getting a risk of being stolen, you gotta kind of ask yourself, you know, why? Um, I don't know, maybe her parents have an excessive amount of money and just happy to pay for that. Um, or it's just unfortunate, maybe she really treasured the device and unfortunately it got stolen, but yeah, so man, I'm, I'm kind of stuck in this dilemma. And Windows Phone, you know, I read an article not long ago um, that talked about Windows ceasing the mobile device space, ceasing what they're doing on that space. So unfortunately, I don't even think that um, Windows are making any more um, mobile devices, which yes, is a shame because I remember the, I think it was, it wasn't Palm, it was, um, Palm Trio, it was another, maybe it was Palm, maybe after Palm had like the whole black and white LCD looking screens, they ended up going to like a new device, um, it was almost looking like a Blackberry but it had Windows on it, um, it was a cool phone, I know what you mean, um, yeah, it's kind of nostalgic isn't it, if you can, I, I don't even know if you could repair it, those phones if you've even got one still, I'm sure there's parts somewhere on eBay or I'm sure there's like a, a mobile store somewhere that might be able to fix it. Um, would it even be supported still? Surely it would. Yeah. I don't know, man. Thanks for the call in though. Really appreciate it. I'll let you know how I go when, it, when I pick the device. Peace. Mr. Coffee Black from the Coffee Black Show. Reg has another call in regarding goals. Yo, Yvonne, what's up, man? Hey, man, let me tell you. Goal setting, I used to. When I was younger, I really did. But then something happened. Life. Life seems to always have thrown me a curveball and a swing and a miss. So I've learned not to write things down. Just go by the seat of my pants. Just live day to day. You know, um, when I, uh, I, I kind of feel like that messed me up a little because um, I look at other really successful people. They write that, write down goals. But my brother, my brother used to tell me to write things down all the time because I used to come up with some crazy movie ideas, musical ideas and all this. And he always said, write these things down. And I never do. And then when stuff. You know, and then stuff happens and I go, oh, I thought of that. I, I've dreamed of that. I've, and my brother goes, well, did you write it down? And I'm like, no. Funny thing. Here's, a, here's, a, here's an example. The first time the space shuttle uh, blew up, um, I had a dream about it. Year, like a couple of years in, before it happened and then it actually happened and my brother was like yeah I remember you you told me that about your dream and did you write it down no um yeah is <laughs> but yeah I mean but anyway off subject but goals man I I never write my goals down I never do because they always send, tend to change
throughout the year. So that's why. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Like life, life can get in the way. Um, I used to like uh, growing up. Uh, you know, my 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 dad always, um, and he's a strong believer, and he's always taught me to write stuff down. And I've done it since I was in high school. If I had a goal. Um, you know, I'd write it down whether I was studying for, you know, my high school certificate. Um, I wrote my goals down. Um, you know, going into university, I wrote my goals down. Um, you know, growing up, I was big on like vision boards in my early 20s. Um, then in the, like the last two years, I, I think the reason part of it stemmed from me getting kind of turned off by the whole self-help life coaching industry and I'll kind of explain why because um, I used to read books like that I was really interested in it um, you know big on like you know positive self-talk and um, you know goals and visualization all that stuff and for the most part I think subconsciously and kind of just behaviorally I do that anyway because that's kind of like my nature um, but there was like a period, and I don't know what it's like now because I've kind of tried to stay away from that whole scene, but there was a period for like, I don't know, two years, about a couple of years ago where everyone who was like a high school dropout or, um, you know, a, a 20-something, you know, they'd like to just turn 20, 21, um, and they kind of venture out into the world and want to be like a life coach. They want to be like business coaches and talking about goal setting and like you know this whole positivity and live the life that, that like you have your dreams and all this stuff and I'm thinking man like y'all don't know what it's like you're, you're 20 something you have no idea what like life is yet to offer you haven't even hit like 20% of your lifespan <laughs> um and to me, like, it kind of just put this bad taste in my mouth. Like, everyone wanted to be, like, a business coach and talk about business goals and what they want to achieve and what you can achieve and, like, selling all these programs. Like, these business people are running courses about business and that's their business. Like, it's... I don't know. So, the whole thing kind of just... I know this is a rant. It's kind of like going off on a tangent, but it kind of gives you a background about where this kind of all stems from. So... That whole, it kind of sat within that vibe and it just didn't feel as good as it used to. And then, so I kind of just steered away from it. I was like, you know what? I'm going to stop listening to this stuff. I'm, I'm going to stop watching a lot of these videos. I'm going to stop reading a lot of these books. I'm actually just going to do shit. Like, I'm just going to work and, you know, I know what my goals are in my head because since I've been 16 years old, I've been living and breathing every single day. Like, I, I know what they are. So why don't I just get to work and do them? And for the most part, anything I ever actually wrote down, I've gotten in some way, shape or form, even if it's like a slight variation of it, it might be an improved version of it, it might be something slightly different, but at the end of the day, I've got it, whether it be my house, um, career, job, life, um, whether it's material things. So I'm definitely not discrediting the whole idea of visualization and gratitude attracts things to people and... Um, you know, manifestation, and if you write something down, your subconscious mind goes and goes goes out for it. Like, I, I intrinsically believe all of that, and I'm sure there's like, even being a scientist, there's like some scientific reason why all of this stuff happens, because it's worked. But I just haven't put in like an intense 
focus on it as much as far as consciously doing it. So I've just kind of gone out there and achieved my goals. Um, but something's kind of drawing me back to it just to kind of get a little bit more clarity because I'm kind of going into 2018 not 100% sure what I want to do because I've kind of knocked off a whole stack of stuff. Um, yeah, but kind of want to map out a little bit of a plan maybe of a few technical things that I want to do. Nothing huge, but just kind of the technical side of stuff. So that's kind of where I'm going with it. But I totally get it. Like when your your brother says like, um, you know, did you write it down? Like it, it's important. I think it's it's got its place. Like I, I do keep a journal. I don't write in as much lately as I'd, I'd like to. But, um, you know, I wrote down a ton of stuff in that journal. I've had it for a few years and I go back and I rewrite in it. Um, and I think, in a, you know, writing just puts things into stone, you know. And, you know, if I go back off and I look in the journal, I'm rereading stuff, I'm like, wow, like, I actually did that. Like, I got that. I achieved that. Or, or no, I didn't because I decided to do this instead. Like, it's good to reflect. So, you know, I'm definitely not discrediting. I think I will write some stuff down. Um, probably not to the extent that I've done it before, but then, hey, I don't know, you know. I think it's more about what I do once I have written it down too. Because in the past, I tend to write stuff down and then I get so focused on it so much so that I tend to like be a little bit like um, compulsive and I tend to stress about it if I haven't quite achieved something or if, um, you know, if it's kind of a month in or two months in, I'm like, okay, I've got this goal, I've got this goal, what have I done, what have I done to achieve it? And I tend to like drive myself um, and my wife probably a little bit um, mad sometimes just because I can get so intensely focused on it. Um, So yeah, I think it's just also how I kind of approach it after I've written it down. So I think um, I'll kind of take it from that angle. But um, yeah, totally agree. And I was also having a conversation on Twitter um, today um, and talking about ideas and writing ideas down. Um, And I think it's it's kind of like a cool thought process that if you kind of like have a brain dump maybe like once a week or uh, once every couple of weeks, maybe once a month where you just jot down a whole bunch of ideas that you've come up with and then if you're kind of like feeling understimulated or you need kind of something to do to fill in the gaps here and there, you can go and look at the list and see some of the ideas that you've written down that you want to go back and achieve or not achieve but do, you know, like start, plan out, um, get off the ground, hit the ground running, maybe pass them on, I don't know. Um, but to me, that was also an interesting concept, kind of related. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's all tied in because I just haven't been writing for a long time. And I'm kind of getting the urge to write again. And, um, you know, I just recently got my new house. That was a massive goal for us. Um, so maybe I'm just kind of getting the itch where I'm like, okay, what's what's next? What's like, what's there? What is there for like the next five years? Like, what do I, where do I really want to take it? And for me, I think the biggest the biggest thing that I'm hungry for, like I I really yearn for, is I've spent like four years creating this, trying to create this online brand and writing and, you know, social presence and everything like that. And to me, it's a little bit slower than I'd like it to be. And I think it's come down to a few things like lack of consistency sometimes, um, maybe lack of direction, maybe lack of like clarity of 
what message I'm trying to put out and what brand image I want to have. So to me, it's a combination of maybe also trying to like clarify that because I think that's one of the things that I really want to focus on in next year, like is really getting this whole thing off the ground like proper once and for all, like because um, I've spent like a lot of time on it over the years, you know, and I really want it to just be something that's established and it's solid and has like a really good following. Um, and, you know, something that can be sustainable financially too. Because um, yes, it's nice to do, but it's nice to do if you're making bank too. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. That's just like a verbal, just lay it out on the table like all my thought process so anyway hope I didn't bore anyone hope I just wanted to kind of like let it out there and let my thoughts out and maybe people have got some input to add to it um, some ideas opportunities I don't know yeah anyway thanks Reg man really appreciate all the input you give um, your call-ins um, always adds value um, and I'm humble and grateful for it too like really am so thanks mate peace oh thank you <laughs> Currently on the commute home, I uh, tried to leave a little bit earlier today. Um, it's still like later, but earlier than usual. Um, yeah, just pretty productive day again, wrapping it up, just wrapping up the end of the year. Um, looking forward to home time. I'm not sure what we're having for dinner. Wife was talking about getting like a barbecue chicken, um, but I'm not quite sure what the decision ended up being. We started watching Sinners on Netflix as well. We're doing like multiple series at the same time at the moment. I've got Punisher, I've got Daredevil, we've got Riverdale, is it Riverside or Riverdale? Riverdale, I think. Um, and Sinners going, like that's four series at the same time. We have never done this before. Um, it's kind of good, like, you know, we've kind of in a good place, so it's kind of nice to just chill out sometimes and be able to watch some TV series. Because um, typically I haven't done it. We don't watch normal network television. So, you know, it's cool. Um, but we only did episode one of Sinners. So, so far, so good. Um, yeah, not sure what the direction's going to head in, but keen and interested to see where that goes. Oh, goodness me. Yawning. Nice weather. Tomorrow is supposed to be like 39 degrees Celsius. Um, so close to 40 degrees Celsius. I, pff, uh, that, that's hot. Um, especially for this time of year. Normally we get that at like January, February. But to get it like the start of December, I don't know, we're getting like a massive heat wave. That's, that is well over the hundreds in Fahrenheit. Um, I don't even know what that's what the, what is that 110 100 I don't even know more than 110 I don't know I don't know what my Celsius to Fahrenheit conversion is um, but yeah 39 degrees Celsius so tomorrow is it not tomorrow with Thursday that's supposed to be on Thursday it's supposed to be that hot I think tomorrow is like 32 um, today was pretty warm we kind of wrapping it up at 27 degrees now which is not too bad it's nice and sunny so it's not too hot um, but gee man I wish it snowed here at this time of year like I just wish it snowed in my area in general. Like, this, the closest snow, if we're going to travel to snow, is probably one hour. If I drive one hour, occasionally, it'll snow in, like, wintertime, and it snows for, like, a day. And then the snow just kind of melts away, and it's just really cold. Or it might snow maybe two days. I don't know. Um, 
but yeah, maybe, actually, it might not even be an hour. Maybe like 50 minutes or close to an hour, yeah. So, um, yeah, it'd just be nice to be able to snow. Like, I have a strong suspicion our new area is going to get very cold just because it is surrounded by um, rural, like, hills and, um, um, like, fields and stuff like that, um, like, bushland. So, I'm thinking it's going to get very cold, uh, but I'm not sure how cold it is. Because even though on like days like now where it's warm, you still get like this cool wind and it's quite windy. So if that wind's going to keep up in the winter time, the wind chill factor, it's going to get cold. Um, but yeah, I would love some snow. <sighs> God, no, I'm just feeling kind of chilled. I'm just really looking forward to the end of the week. We've got like, what, three days left. I go on holidays and I am excited.